Hey friends, and welcome to episode 106 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick, and today's episode continues our conversation around goal setting. Last week in episode 105, I shared my secret. The fact that I actually didn't set goals for 2021. If you've already listened to episode 105, then you already know what happened. And if you haven't yet, definitely listen in on that one to find out why I didn't set goals, what went wrong, and the lessons I learned along the way. Most importantly, you'll hear why I will never skip goal setting ever again. So now, here we go into goal setting season. If you're listening in real time, it's December 2021, and we're full speed ahead through the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. The new year, 2022, is up ahead, and many of us are starting to think about what we'd like 2022 to look like. And if you're like me, you might be a little ready to leave 2021 behind and step into a fresh start. And while it's super easy to get excited and start thinking about all the things you want to do in the new year, things you want to do differently, things you want to change, new habits you want to start, all the big exciting things in your future, the best place to start with goal setting is actually in the past. That's right. Looking back is where goal setting and making a plan for your year really get started. And maybe that seems a little backwards at first glance. That's why in episode 106, I'm sharing the three most important questions to ask when you set goals for yourself. You'll hear why you've got to look back at the past year before you look ahead to the future. I'll share how lessons learned set the stage for our biggest accomplishments. And I'll also cover what to do if you're in a funk and just not feeling goal setting this year. And because I know you're probably making the most of your time and you're listening in the car while you're running errands or you're doing dishes or folding laundry, it might be a little inconvenient for you to stop what you're doing and take notes. But don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details from today's episode over in the show notes, plus links to any of the resources I'll mention. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 106. I've also got you covered if you want to set goals this year, but you're not sure where to start, or maybe it feels overwhelming, or you know you need to set goals, but you're having trouble carving out the time. If that's you, then I've got something exciting up my sleeve just for you. This year, for the first time, I am hosting a live goal-setting workshop so you can plan your best year ever and set SMART goals using the same exact method I share in this episode and that dozens of my one-on-one time management coaching clients have used to map out their goals for the year ahead. Join me for Ready, Set, Goals, a live 90-minute interactive goal-setting workshop on December 28th. In Ready, Set, Goals, we'll use my simple three-part system for setting goals with purpose and intention. Setting goals and making a plan for your year doesn't have to be complicated, stuffy, or boring. 2022 is your year. It's our year. So join me for Ready, Set, Goals on December 28th. And yes, that's that weird week between Christmas and New Year's when you don't know what day it is and you're living in sweatpants. And turns out that can be the ideal time to get your game plan for 2022. 
So grab your seat at AnnaDCornett.com forward slash goals and let's do this together. All right, it's about time we get started. So let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman-Kornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman-Kornick. Typically, when we think about goal setting, we have the future in mind. Our imagination gets rolling with all the things we want to do in the future, who we want to be, and what we want life to look like. So I'm sure it seems a little counterintuitive to hear that the best starting point for goals is actually the past. When you're standing on the edge of a new year, it can feel expansive and full of potential, full of opportunities and infinite possibilities. When the days and weeks stretch out before you, it feels like you have all the time in the world to do whatever it is that you want to do. And yet, how often do we find ourselves in December realizing we've got less than 30 days left in the year and we still have so much left that we want to do? And we wonder, where did the time go? How did another year go by without organizing my family pictures? How am I still in this same job? How have I not reached my fitness goals? What did I even do with my time this past year? The fact is, the time is there. We just have to be intentional with it. And the secret to being intentional with your time is pretty simple. You just have to know how you want to spend it. So here are three reasons why you should consider setting goals and making a plan for your year. First, knowing your big picture goals makes day-by-day and hour-by-hour time management surprisingly easy. When you set goals at the beginning of the year, you define your milestones and your finish lines for the year. Having goals makes it a whole lot easier to prioritize how you're spending your time each day when you know exactly what you're aiming for. But if you don't have goals, projects, or good habits that you're working toward, everything will feel really open-ended and potentially overwhelming. You don't know how to spend your time or what to do first. So instead of spending time on something that's going to get you closer to a goal, you just put out whatever the fire of the day is. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. And then the next squeaky wheel gets the grease and then the next, but nothing really changes. You're living in a constant state of reactive instead of being proactive. Living in reactive mode is exhausting, and I don't want that for you. Second, planning your year helps you make progress on long-term goals. Big things take time, and many goals are achieved little by little over time. Some things, like saving for a down payment on a home, Coordinating a European vacation, launching a podcast, starting a business, all of those things take more than one week 
or more than a month or even more than a quarter to achieve. Planning your year in advance helps you decide what's realistic and when you can actually make progress on long-term goals based on other things going on in your life. The third reason is that setting goals for the year keeps you from overloading yourself in January and setting yourself up for failure. So a lot of times we kick off the year feeling super excited about all the potential and all the possibilities. So we decide that we're going to start waking up at 5 a.m. every day and start a new slow carb diet and start half marathon training and start renovating the laundry room and start piano lessons all in January. And then we promptly get burnt out and frustrated when we just can't keep up the pace. And then by January 17th, we give up. So that's the day most people give up on New Year's resolutions. Seriously, less than 20 days into the new year. Planning your year and looking at the big picture gives you an opportunity to space new starts throughout the year so they're more manageable and you're more likely to stick to them. So now that we've got a refresher on why planning your year is such a no-brainer, let's talk about the three questions you should ask yourself whenever you set goals for the year ahead. Now, truth be told, there are a lot more than just three questions to consider. In fact, in Ready, Set, Goals, my upcoming live goal-setting workshop happening on December 28th, I'll be walking you through the full step-by-step process I use to set my goals each year. Now, this is a process I created for myself about a decade ago, and I've refined it year after year as I've learned more and more about myself, as I've studied best practices and learned from the experts. And in the last two years, I've walked dozens of busy professionals and small business owners through this exact same process in one-on-one coaching sessions. This year, I'm super excited to open up Ready, Set, Goals to you in a 90-minute workshop that actually makes goal setting fun instead of being boring, stuffy, and complicated. Plus, goal setting is just more fun with others by your side cheering you on. So you can grab your spot for Ready, Set, Goals over at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash goals and walk into 2022 with confidence, clarity, and intention. But for now, here are three big picture questions to ask yourself as you're setting goals for the new year. First, look back and ask yourself, what did I learn from the past year? It can be very tempting to skip this part and move on to the fun future stuff, but slow down and let yourself look back and reflect. You'll find that you have a much better picture of where you're coming from in order to decide where you're going next. Plus, looking back can help you realize all the things that went well, even when you feel like you're coming off of a really rough year. Now, even though this year felt really rough for me and it seemed like there were more downs than ups, looking back helped me realize that in 2021, I actually had a lot to be proud of. I launched a brand new website at AnnaDCornick.com and I grew It's About Time to 10,000 downloads a month. Thanks to you, of course, for tuning in and listening. I was featured in a Washington Post article about different time management strategies and I unexpectedly landed a dream job with an amazing company. Not to mention welcoming a new precious baby girl to our family. No matter how your year went, you have something to be proud of. 
I can't imagine that in 365 days that you don't have at least one win worth celebrating. When you're able to look back on what went well, what didn't, and what lessons you learned, you're able to make more informed decisions about the future. What do you want to do differently? What do you want to leave behind? What do you want to do more of and where can you become more consistent? Unlocking the future starts with looking back. So make sure to ask yourself, what did I learn from the past year? Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules, and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you wanna know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. The second question to ask yourself takes you from the past to the present. This is where you look around and ask yourself, what does my life look like now? Again, we're not jumping to the future just yet. At this point, we're getting a clear picture of our current roles and responsibilities. It doesn't really make sense to jump into goals for the future if they don't line up with what's on your plate right now. Looking around at how you're spending your time now. What roles do you play? What responsibilities do you have? Thinking in terms of the different areas of your life right now helps you develop a more well-rounded overview of how you're spending your time and what has your attention. The roles you play and the responsibilities you have may change from year to year, which is another reason why it's so important to pause and evaluate what's current in your life. And now, finally, it's time for part three. We've looked back, we've looked around, and now it's time to look ahead. 
Based on what you've learned from the past and what your life looks like in the present, it's time to ask yourself, what do I want to do in the year ahead? How do I want to continue growing or learning? What do I want to achieve? What habits do I want to start? What can I do this year that will get me closer to where I want to be in five years? So one potential pitfall at this part, and that's getting super excited and setting way more goals than you can realistically accomplish in a year. That's not good goal setting. That's a good way to set yourself up for failure, burnout, and disappointment. So to keep yourself from setting 37 different goals for the new year and potentially burning yourself out, instead, think of goals in four different groups. Personal, professional, financial, and fun. And then come up with your top three goals for each of those categories. You know, what are three personal goals you want to set for yourself? Three professional Three, financial, maybe building your emergency savings, paying off debt, or putting away a few hundred a month for a Disney trip. And three, fun, just fun bucket listy style things. And nothing says you have to have three in all four categories, and nothing says you have to even do all four categories. It's just a great framework to start with. Once you've got your list, challenge yourself to rank them 1 through 10 or 1 through 12 in order of importance. Then, focus on the top five first. Why narrow it down like this? Well, because you'll get further by focusing your time on progress toward five or less goals versus making tiny or virtually no progress at all on the whole list. So once you've got your goals for the year, this is a really good point to pull out your planner or to post a big calendar up on the wall. I definitely prefer to have a big year-at-a-glance calendar so I can keep my eyes on the big picture, and I'll be sure to link to my favorite calendar in the show notes. Things to consider here. What are your busiest times of the year? When are your slower times of the year? And not just you, but for your significant other, too. What are the key dates on your kid's school calendar that you need to be aware of? Do you have time blocked off for vacation? Maybe some of your goals are time-bound or have dates attached to them, like a half marathon in November or a beach trip during a slow season in July. Estimate your timeframes for each of your goals and map out when you'll focus on each one. On a separate sheet of paper or maybe in a Google Doc, write out the steps you'll need to take to achieve those goals. And no, you don't have to have all of the steps figured out perfectly right now, Just think through the major milestones. Another great planning tip here is to choose themes for all or some months of the year. You know, just like you can't make progress on every single goal in January, spreading out certain goals or to-dos across the months can be a really great way to pace yourself. For you, theme months could look like setting aside a specific month or months to research or take action on different parts of your life. A few years ago, I chose August as the month that I would corral my family photos once and for all. It took the pressure off of doing it at the beginning of the year when I was starting so many other things, and it gave me a project to look forward to. So maybe you want to set aside a month to make renovation plans or choose a month to clean out your attic. 
it's really whatever you want it to be. And there's no rule that says you have to do this at all. Also, when it comes to setting goals, it's important that I add that I'm a big fan of setting SMART goals. Goals that are specific, measurable, attainable, or adventurous, relevant, and time-bound. Next week in episode 107, I'll dive into why setting SMART goals are a million times better than making vague New Year's resolutions. Okay, so you've made your list of goals, you've narrowed them down, you've prioritized them, and you've decided when you'll focus on each one so you're not overwhelmed, overloaded, and overscheduled. There's one last question I want to share with you. So I admitted back in episode 105 that I didn't follow through with setting goals for 2021. There was a lot on my plate with a move, a new baby, and a whole lot of life happened. At some points during the year, so many curveballs were thrown my way that it made me want to swear off goal setting altogether. I mean, what's the point of trying to set goals if things are just going to blow up in my face over and over again? So I said it last week and I'll say it again. When you get knocked off course by something unexpected, when life happens, goals give you a track to get back on or a path to return to. When you don't have goals, you just kind of wander around and fall into reactive default mode, living based on other people's priorities instead of creating the life that you dream of for yourself. Do you want to live your life? Or do you want to live based on someone else's expectations for you? When you set goals, you are in the driver's seat. So if you're not feeling goal setting this year, you have to ask yourself this question. What's the cost of not setting goals? Is it worth it to miss out on income, adventures, promotions, personal growth, and time well spent? What happens if you do nothing? And then, what happens if you try something? I challenge you to try something. Set two goals instead of ten, or set just one. Give yourself the gift of vision and direction and intention. Last thing I'll say here. If you're listening to this episode in February or even August and you haven't made a plan for your year yet, it is not too late. It's never too late. There's no perfect time for a fresh start or to set goals, but I do encourage you to do it as soon as you can because there is no substitute for the direction and drive that having a plan can give you. So to recap, part one, look back. What did you learn from this past year? Part two, look around. What does life look like right now? And part three, look ahead. What do you want to do in the next year? If you're looking for a goal setting partner for 2022, I'm raising my hand. For the first time ever, I'm hosting a live goal setting workshop to walk you through the exact process I just described to plan your year. This is the method I've used with dozens of clients to help them walk into the new year feeling confident, with a clear vision for the future, and ready to live with intention. 2022 is your year. So consider me your goal-setting BFF and join me for Ready, Set, Goals on December 28th. 
And yes, that weird week between Christmas and New Year's can be the ideal time to get your game plan for 2022. So grab your seat at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash goals and let's do this together. As always, all the details from today's episode can be found in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 106, including a link to register for Ready, Set, Goals. And before we go, let me tell you a little bit about next week's episode, episode 107. Although they're well-intentioned, time and time again, New Year's resolutions just don't last. Be sure to tune in next week to find out two simple strategies for setting goals that actually go somewhere and for creating habits that stick. All right, that's it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.